Season 2 of The White Lotus from HBO Max has now concluded. It was an excellent finale that also served as a nice thriller with some surprise revelations and a shocking death. Let's talk about it, but first... Let us begin. Hello everyone, welcome to Brew Stilled. I'm your host Brandon, and for this edition of Brew Stilled, I'm recapping the season 2 finale of The White Lotus from HBO Max. It was very much indeed a really thrilling finale with a shocking death, which you get to here in a few minutes. But first though, what beer am I pairing for the season 2 finale of The White Lotus? Well that beer is called the Icelandic Arctic Pale Ale from Einstock Brewing, based out of Iceland. This beer is an Arctic Pale Ale brewed with three types of hops. Amongst those hops are Cascade and Bavaria hops, which give this beer very much a nice character with the flavors of classic piney and citrus flavors, which really help balance out the bitterness with a very hint of flora and a caramel sweetness. This beer has an excellent and nice amber color that is also smooth, rich, that has a nice, unique Iceland-style flavor that also concludes with a really nice, toasty, malty finish. It's a perfect beer to have all year round, but also very much a nice, winter-style Arctic Pale Ale that is also triple-hopped. For food pairings, this beer pairs with with any meal pretty much, like burgers, steaks, to hearty vegetable dishes, also pasta, chili, and barbecue. This beer is very much universal when it comes to food pairings, making it for a very nice beer to have with any kind of meal. The ABV is 5.6% and it comes in a 11.2 ounce can. All the bottles are also available as well. And again that beer is called the Icelandic Arctic Pale Ale from Einstock Brewing based out of Iceland. And that is a beer and pairing for the season 2 finale of The White Lotus from HBO Max. So here I go with my recap of the season 2 finale of The White Lotus from HBO Max. If you have not seen The White Lotus and have an interest in watching it, do not proceed forward because there will be spoilers. Ready? Well here we go. Let's now recap the finale of season 2 The White Lotus from HBO Max, which indeed will be known for its surprise ending. The episode begins where Harper and Ethan engage in a tense fight over the future of their marriage. Harper asks Ethan what's happening to their marriage, which appears to now be at a crossroads. After the critical event, of this season. This is when Ethan angrily confronts Harper about his suspicions about her and Cameron because he believes she's indeed hiding something that he doesn't know about. Harper then admits to Ethan that Cameron kissed her, which angers Ethan. As a result of this, Ethan leaves the hotel and retracts down Cameron to the beach. In where furious Ethan attacks Cameron, nearly drowning him before a bystander intervenes and breaks up the fight. Even though Cameron really wasn't engaging in a fight at the same time, Ethan then finds Daphne on the beach and Daphne could tell that Ethan is being bothered by something. She asks Ethan what is going on, and Ethan shares his suspicions with Daphne that he has about Harper and Cameron. Daphne takes all this in. She doesn't really seem to show much of a reaction to this, because at the same time, even though she doesn't seem surprised, she does share the same advice to Ethan as she gave to Harper, and that is to do whatever it takes to make him feel better. Daphne then invites Ethan to join her on a walk to a nearby island that has generated her curiosity. We see them walk to the island, Daphne leading the way, and where she has a very seductive look in her face as she guides Ethan right over to the island. We see them walk into the island and disappear behind some rock and it's hinted that Ethan and Daphne may have had a sexual encounter on the island but this is never revealed or confirmed in the episode even though I firmly do believe this indeed happened. From my observations in this season, Ethan and Daphne always seem like the better couple even though they're unmarried to other people. Because of this, a rejuvenated Ethan later has an encounter of his own with Harper, reigniting their marriage that was 
once failing. We then go over to Albi and Dominic, and where Albi convinces Dominic to wire 50,000 euros to a bank account for Lucha to save her from Alesso. In exchange for this, Albi tells Dominic that he'll help Dominic save his marriage, which is also failing at the same time. Valentina then gains a newfound sense of confidence and hires Mia as a resort's new permanent piano player, which angers Giuseppe after he returns from the hospital after overdosing earlier in the season. Mia also tells Valentina she'll help Valentina find a romantic partner, which really does open up a new journey for Valentina as she does walk away a winner in this season. We then go to Portia and Jack, in where Portia becomes anxious when she wakes up in bed and finds her phone is missing. While Jack insists everything is fine, Portia starts to believe that Jack took her phone. Portia then takes Jack's phone when Jack isn't looking and calls Tanya. Portia tells Tanya that she feels something bad is about to happen as Jack reveals to Portia that Quentin is broke but is also about to come into a large amount of money that will save his finances. Tanya then remembers a framed photo of Quentin and Greg, which allows Tanya to deduce that Greg hired Quentin to kill Tanya so that he can gain her money and her entire fortune due to the prenup agreement. Jack then gets Portia into his car, where she confronts him about her suspicions with Quentin. Realizing that the truth has come out, Jack angrily drives off by saying he'll take Portia back to the hotel, but later drops her off near the airport in the dead of night, warning Portia not to return to the White Lotus for her own personal safety, as he hints that powerful dangerous men are coming. He leaves Portia behind while throwing her phone out the window. We then go back to Quentin on his yacht, which is sailing back to the hotel, the White Lotus, which is now offshore at nighttime. Tanya's trying to get off the yacht, but Quentin keeps stalling for time, finding ways to keep her on the yacht, which also raises Tanya's suspicion that indeed something much more diabolical is at play. Niccolo, the man from the previous episode who had a night out with Tanya, arrives on the yacht on a small boat, and he's also holding a black bag that also catches Tanya's suspicions. Tanya's at the table trying to get off the yacht safely, but also eyeing the bag at the same time. She then panics runs out of the table, grabs the bag and goes into the bedroom, and where Tanya finds a gun and rope in the bag, which confirms her suspicions that Nicola was there to be the assassin to kill Tanya in order for Greg to get her money and split it with Quentin. Quentin and his friends come looking for Tanya by saying she needs to come out of the room, but Tanya takes a gun, goes off shooting the very hectic action scene in where Tanya is panicked, emptying out the entire gun, killing Quentin and his associates. One of them escapes by jumping overboard. Tanya tries to board a small boat to escape, but falls off the yacht to her death. Her body washes up short next day and is discovered by Daphne on the beach, along with the other bodies on the yacht, signaling the end of Tanya's journey in the White Lotus. Later, Lucha leaves Albi after a night out together and celebrates her successful scam with Mia and Alesso, as indeed, she got her 50,000 euros, but also had no interest in pursuing a relationship with Albi. They had worked together the entire time, although it did appear that Lucha did feel some remorse when she left Albi. In the episode's final moments, we find everyone at the airport getting ready for departure back to the United States. States. It would appear to be a very tranquil scene that shows everyone a peaceful state. The scene is so well crafted it makes one seem it might be all a dream, and that the events everyone encountered in the White Lotus were all indeed a dream. But in the end, we all know what happened. We see Ethan and Harper happy with one another, while Cameron and Daphne appear in the same mindset. Albie and Portia run into each other at the airport, and where Albie confirms Tanya's death to Portia. Portia doesn't show much of a reaction, but she knows that the world before her is now hers to explore. Albie then 
then calmly mentions to Portia that Lucha played him the entire time. While Portia tells Albie that her own relationship with Jack is also over with, Portia then sees a moment to revisit what she once had with Albie and ask him for his phone number, which Albie gives her. They exchange phone numbers as they wait for their flight home. And that is where the episode ends. So overall, Season 2 The White Lotus from HBO Max was indeed fantastic and better than Season 1. It was great to see the show come back on HBO Max, and I cannot wait for Season 3. As indeed, there will be a third season. But Tanya will not be in Season 3, despite the expectation she would be in Season 3. But there is some news about Season 3, and that is actress Connie Britton from Season 1 of The White Lotus, who might return in Season 3, reprising her character from the first season. She was supposed to be in the second season, but the idea for a story arc just didn't fit. But, in some potential good news, she might return for the third season of The White Lotus. Making me wonder if Connie Britton and her character will be the future of the franchise going forward, because she does come off as a proper replacement for Tanya, who was known as a face of the series. But also, going back to Tanya, did the psychic from earlier in the season try to warn her about what was to come? I think so. I think the psychic we saw earlier in the season in that reading that Tanya aborted was trying to warn her about something that was to come, maybe by her impending death on the yacht. Maybe Tanya could have prevented what was to come if she had indeed listened to the psychic and allowed her to complete her reading. But we'll never know, and nothing has been confirmed by the show creators. There is also Daphne in the series, who I saw as the most valuable character in Season 2. There is always something going on in this season, with all the characters having their own issues, their own conflicts and dilemmas, but Daphne didn't really have any of that. She knew stuff was going on, but also didn't phase her at the same time. Time. She gave advice to characters such as Harper and Ethan, even though Daphne knew her own issues as well. But Daphne just wasn't phased by it. She seemed at peace with her own situation with Cameron, who she knew was involved in very bad people, while also knowing that Cameron also wasn't a very faithful husband at the same time. But Daphne also had her own secrets as well, and it's also hinted that the children that Daphne and Cameron have are indeed not Cameron's own biological children, which Cameron most likely doesn't know about. She also did Ethan a very big favor in the finale, who I do believe they did engage in a very intimate encounter on that island. But overall, Daphne, in my view, came off as a winner in this season, along with Lucha, Mia, and even Valentina. Another question I have revolves around Greg, Tanya's husband. He obviously played a role in her death, because the events of the circumstances on the yacht eventually led to Tanya being killed off in the series. He might also inherit her money because she did die, and their prenup did say that if she died, he'll get all her money. But also, will Greg eventually face the consequences of what he did to Tanya in this season? We never saw him again after he left early in the season, making me wonder if he'll indeed appear in season 3 and also face the consequences of his actions. I don't think Greg is done yet in The White Lotus. It definitely does leave a loose end and a lingering mystery based on what will happen to him after the events of season 2 of The White Lotus. I think we'll probably see him in season 3 in where Greg will finally face the consequences of his actions. Which, we'll serve as justice for Tanya. But going back to Season 3, what can we expect from the third season of The White Lotus? We'll definitely hope we see Connie Britton make her return from Season 1, but also another character that really stood out in this season, Daphne. I'd definitely like to see Daphne in the third season of The White Lotus. She's definitely a strong character, and her discovery of Tanya floating in the water after being killed off in the series shows to me that could be like a changing of the guard for The White Lotus going forward. That with Tanya's death, it opens up to 
the door for Daphne to make a return in the third season, and also along with Connie Britton potentially be the face of the series going forward. It's definitely seen that when I saw it, with Daphne being the one to discover Tanya floating in the water, really does show to me that Daphne maybe will assume Tanya's place as the lead character going forward. Which, if so, definitely does open up a very intriguing storyline for the third season. So, for the third season, even though details right now are scarce, as right now it's under development, I'd like to see Connie Britton and Daphne return for the third season along with Greg. I think those three characters, in my view, really do stand out as strong characters for the third season to White Lotus, with them reprising the role. But for now, I'll keep a watch out for details of the third season for the White Lotus, which definitely does have some time for development. But one thing we all know, season three will definitely be fantastic as season two was. Season two really does give some new life for the series, even though it's only been two seasons so far. Season two is very much engaging. I really love the grouping characters in this season. It's a really strong cast, good characters, with excellent storylines, which really does pave the way for a brighter future for the White Lotus going forward. Because we're gonna have a third season, but I do see this show having a future beyond the third season. And I'd like to thank all of you for tuning in for recaps of the White Lotus. Also, for those who like TV show recaps, do stay tuned for future TV shows I'll be recapping here Bruce Stilled for the year 2023, and the craft beers that go with them. For now though, that should do it for me on this edition of Bruce Stilled. Please do tell your friends and family about this podcast, and please rate this podcast on your Zard Podcast directory, as feedback is always appreciated. Also, do check out this podcast on Instagram at Bruce Stilled Podcast on Instagram. Also, do stay tuned for future guest interviews, NFL coverage, and also future TV show recaps. Also, do enjoy some good craft beer, bourbon, and whiskey. I'm your host, Brandon. Thank you for joining me, and I'll see you next time. And I'll tell then, be brewed, and be distilled, folks. Cheers. Cheers.